Ever wonder how your buddy got those exclusive wrestling superstar action figures? Finn Balor or even that Ric Flair autograph 8x10 photo that you can't find in stores? Chances are they came from Pro Wrestling Loot, Professional Wrestling's most unique and fan-friendly monthly subscription box. Pro Wrestling Loot customizes a 5-7 to seven item mystery box for wrestling fans that includes exclusive t-shirts, action figures, collectibles, trading cards, pins, autographs, and more that you can't find anywhere else. Today, for all of our last podcast you'd want listeners, we have a deal for you. Just head over to ProWrestlingLoot.com and enter the promo code LASTPODCAST to check out to save 20% off your first box with Pro Wrestling Loot. With over 20,000 followers online and presence at some of the biggest conventions in the United States, including WrestleCon and StarCast, Pro Wrestling Loot just isn't a business. With ties to indie, mainstream, lucha libre, American, and European pro wrestling, Pro Wrestling Loot is always sending out the most unique items with you in mind over the last five years. Sign up today at ProWrestlingLoot.com for just $24.99 and start receiving your monthly Pro Wrestling Loot box. Plus, for a limited time, enter code LASTPODCAST and receive 20% off your first box. Pro Wrestling Loot. For the fan and all of us. Hey guys, what's going on? Steve here. Just want to say what's up before the episode. Have I got a guest for you today. I've known him for the better part of 10 years. I'd like to say he's a friend of mine. He is a professional wrestler. I knew him when he was pretty. I've known him as a professional. And now, fresh off AEW's Double or Nothing... We all know him as the librarian. Ladies and gentlemen, today I bring to you Peter Avalon, the professional. You know him from Championship Wrestling from Hollywood. You know him from SoCal Pro Wrestling. You know him from everywhere if you know who professional Peter Avalon is. I'm so happy to have him on the show. I hope everybody's had a good week so far. I hope everybody's going to have a great weekend. We got some great guests coming at you in the next couple weeks. I got lots of good people lined up. I'm talking to people. I'm getting my fingers out there. Anyone that's out on Twitter, anyone that's out on Instagram, they're reaching out to stars, letting them know that they want to be heard on the last podcast you want. Thank you so much. It means the world to me. It really does. The fact that you're taking the time to go out there to A, listen to my show, B, the fact that you're enjoying it, that you're letting someone out there know that you want them to be on my show, is mind-boggling to me, folks. I love it. I appreciate it. It's the greatest thing ever. Either way, we got Peter Avalon today. It's a little fun short one. I was super happy to have him on the show. So without further ado, pretty professional librarian. Peter Avalon, tip the veal, try the staff, enjoy the episode. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to the last podcast you'd want. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm here with you today, and I have a great guest. Some say he's pretty, some say he's professional, but me, I just call him Peter Avalon. Peter, how you doing today? I'm doing good, man. Thanks for having me. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for coming on. Uh, For those of you that don't know, Peter is a professional wrestler, uh, a very talented professional wrestler, if I may say so myself. Uh, And today on the show, we have him, and we're going to start with a question I always like to start with. Peter, 
do you happen to remember the first movie that you walked out of in the theaters? Oh, that I walked out of in the theaters. That's a good question. Uh, maybe the first one I remember is either Lion King or Toy Story. Really? As a, as a child? Like, yeah, as a child. Those are probably some of the first ones I remember seeing. I think I saw Toy Story. Um, in theaters, like the first movie I remember, like actually uh, watching and enjoying, um, you know, you get to, when you get to the point of being able to remember as a little kid, you know, right? Uh, it was probably one hundred and one Dalmatians. Okay, the uh, the Glenn Close live action remake. No, the cartoon, the old oh, kids cartoon one, oh, okay. the old Disney, the old Disney kid one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's a, I like that one. So I, I have to ask, uh, you say you walked out of Toy Story. Do you do you remember why that, that happened? Were you just not enjoying it? Oh, no. I, I, I remember walking out of it at the end, loving it. Oh, <laughs> okay. So let me let me rephrase. Uh, has, there, has there been a movie that you've been so dissatisfied with that you've walked out of it halfway through? Oh, no, I've never walked out of it to get my money back, but the one movie I remember seeing that I was like, this fucking sucks was, I think it was, uh, damn, what was it? I think it was called Year One or something. It had Jack Black and Michael Jack Sarah Black and Michael, Michael Sarah, yeah. As cavemen. Yeah, that was that was stupid. I didn't like that at all. And I liked, I liked all, all those dudes. Yeah, I, and I, I think that's funny because I want to say that Harold Ramis directed that film. Uh, he's Egon from the Ghostbusters. I want to say uh, that he directed it, and he does really, he did really good comedies. Huh. Well, I don't know what it was. Something about that movie just didn't resonate with me, or something. I, I'll be honest. I've uh, I've never seen it. I never uh, I never had an interest in seeing it. Uh, so that sentiment with you saying that you know what the fuck uh, is probably a good reasoning for me never to see it. Um, so with that, sense. so so you've you've never actually just walked out of a movie halfway. So that's uh, that's it's it's nice that you have the appreciate the appreciation for films to actually struggle through and, and sit with it. Yeah. I'm also cheap and lazy, so, like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like I'm paying for it. Like, here you go, theater. I don't want to have to go through the whole thing of having to go back and, and bitch. It's like, I'll just stuff it out. Absolutely. Um, well, with movies, do you happen to have a, a favorite director, uh, someone that you look forward to their next project, or, or just a director that has a collection of work that you absolutely love? Uh, I, I'm so bad with names. What's the dude? Uh, he did like uh, Anchorman and all those comedy movies. Adam McKay? Uh, yeah, those like a lot of those dudes. I can't, I'm, I'm spacing on a name big time. Well, Adam McKay would be the director, uh, and, and he uses Will Ferrell a lot. Yeah, probably those. Right. Oh, I like I like a lot of that dumb shit. Oh, of course, of course. No, I'm a big Adam McKay. Uh, he did uh, Anchorman. He did The Other Guys with Will Ferrell and Mark Wahlberg, uh, which I absolutely love. Yeah, absolutely. I like all those. Yeah. No, that's good. Um, is there a movie that uh, you could just watch every day if you're if you just have the day off or if you just need background noise to fill the void? Hmm. I'm not really big on putting movies on in the background. It's always ends up being television shows. But what I remember when I would flip through channels, um, like when I lived at home with my folks, Bill and Ted would come on on like Comedy Central, and I would just leave the TV on. Okay. That's uh, I love I love Bill and Ted. Uh, both the Excellent Adventure and the Bogus Journey. 
Uh, I'm very, are you excited that they're doing part three? Yeah, hell yeah. I mean, Bill and Ted, I want to say they're calling it Bill and Ted Face the Music. Oh, dope. So that means they're they're in the stallions. Oh, oh yeah, absolutely. Um, it's from what I've heard, it, it's it's going to be an amazing film. Um, so uh, let's see here. Uh, do you happen to remember if you if a film has ever given you? Do you remember the first movie to give you nightmares? <laughs> uh, Pinocchio. Pinocchio, really? When I was a little boy, the fucking whale scared me. <laughs> okay. I can I can 100% see that. Yeah, Monstro. Monstro, yeah. So Pinocchio, I I will say right now that is that is the most uh unique answer that I've gotten. Uh for the majority it, it usually is horror films, uh primarily um uh Nightmare on Elm Street. I wasn't allowed to watch any of those. Oh, <laughs> so I, I, I'm just going like I've seen a lot of stuff lately, and it's like uh, um, I'm very picky and choose, I'm very picky with my with my movies. Like it, it really, I don't know. It's gotta be very specific for me to be like, oh, I need to see it. And a whole lot of horror movies were never that for me because like I feel that a lot of them were very similar, and I just I didn't I, being scared wasn't something I liked. I preferred to laugh and stuff. Um, so and a lot of my parents, my parents would just not let me watch any of those movies, but. Uh, yeah, it's Monstro. <laughs> Monstro, no, that's that's good. I like that. Um, with with asking, you know, you being so young with that, uh, is there a movie that you can watch that essentially just takes you back to your childhood and makes you feel young and exuberant again? Anything that has dogs in it. I always would go out of my way to try to watch movies with dogs in it. I, I went out of my way the other day to watch Zeus and Roxanne. That movie sucks. But it's got a dog. It's got a dog riding a dolphin in it. <laughs> All right. So, uh, have you have you seen uh, a dog's a dog's journey or a dog's purpose? Uh, I just saw the trailer for the the sequel to that one uh, when I went to see Detective Pikachu, and it looks fun. It started to get me choked up, but I haven't seen a lot of the newer ones, newer dog films. Yeah, I, I have to say, uh, as an owner of three dogs. Uh, I I do get choked up very easily in movies when it comes yes. to uh, to to tugging on the heartstrings when it comes to dogs. Yes, all dogs go to heaven. Beethoven, oh. Homeward Bound, uh, all those dog movies, man. They're, yep. Uh, okay, so I'll spring this one on you because this was a movie that when I was a child, it it's it's all about a dog, and I loved it. Do you remember Bingo? Bingo. Yes. If I see it, if I see, I'm going to have to Google it. No, I, I'm not. It's, it's not ringing a bell with me. The, okay, so so uh, the poster, because I remember this, the poster is just the dog wearing a pair of sunglasses. The The whole story is about this dog that, if I remember correctly, essentially gets, like, separated from his family, and it's him traveling across the country, and, and all it's it's essentially like what a dog's journey is, but instead of multiple dog lives, it's just the same dog. And he goes and deals with like some clowns and he deals with like a rodeo guy. And at the end of the film, they like all get him back to his family and like everyone that he's met on the journey is there. Uh, but I, right now, I, I don't, I have, I don't, the poster looks familiar, but I don't remember seeing this movie. Oh, it's, I remember, I could tell you, I, it's probably not nearly as good as I remember it being. Um, I'm sure none of those dogs movies end up being. 
I'm looking. I found a four pack of films, and in there is the four pack for uh, Milo and Otis. And Milo and Otis, I I think I remember that one. There's a cat in a pug. Yeah, yeah. And I want to say that. Um, oh, I just forgot his name. He played Arthur. Uh, Dudley Moore. I want to say Dudley Moore is the voice of the pug. Ugh. In Milo and Otis. Awesome. I do remember that's that's a good one though. That's a good one though. Uh, so you said uh, the last movie you saw in the theater was Detective Pikachu. Yeah, it was Detective Pikachu. And what did you think? Did you love it? Did you like it? Were you disappointed? I dug it. Just I like Pokemon, so it was cool. I could see the story. The story was a little, a little out there, but I think I think you have to be. Uh, I feel like you have to be a fan of Pokemon to maybe like it. I don't know, but I, I really enjoyed it. Okay, uh, I'm. I haven't seen it yet. Uh, I love Pokemon. I played the games in high school. Uh, I I have the app on my phone. <laughs> so I'm excited to see it. Um, with that, uh, of the original 151, who's your favorite no, Pokemon? It has all of all the generations in there. So if you okay. play Pokemon Go and you're starting to get familiar with a lot of the newer ones, because I always stopped at a I had red version and yellow version, and I remember I had a I think emerald on a on my phone it was an emulator and uh uh i'm not sure which generation that was but now with the pokemon go app i'm getting familiar with all the generations so you start to see all of them all the different gens and it's it's dope it's well done then you get ryan reynolds in there as pikachu which is fun yeah yeah um do you have do you have a favorite pokemon it was charizard charizard (laughs) all right yeah no, that's good. I like. I I appreciate that. I I have to say myself, I'm a Doug Trio man. You that was do. that was my well when I was in high school. That was my top Pokemon. Uh, he was he was my my front runner. Um, there you go. I have a question I like to ask fans. Uh, you are you a fan of the uh, the Back to the Future movies? Yes. Perfect. So my question, and I always like to propose, Mayor Goldie Wilson. Does he become mayor of his own destiny, or does he become mayor because Marty goes back in time and says, you're going to be mayor one day? What do you think? Ooh, I'll say destiny. You say destiny. Okay. Let's say it. <laughs> That's good. No, I always like, I always like to get, uh, you know, people's, people's views on it, what they, they think, just because it's a question that that years ago I just you know stonedly thought of I was just like well does he become mayor because Marty goes back in time or was he always going to become mayor so it's just a, <laughs> it's just a question I like to pop on people um so you uh you did mention uh previously fans haven't heard this uh but you uh just recently saw Infinity Wars um yes I'm a little behind but I just saw it no, that's that's all right. You know, I mean, you you run. I I see you know, all the shows you're working. You're on the road all the time, um, so you know you're a busy man. Um, are you spoiler free from Endgame? No, I'm completely filled in on it because of the internet and Facebook, and people just want to talk about it. Of I course, to come across and like, yeah, whatever. Okay, so so you don't you don't mind being proverbially spoiled. No, it's it's gonna happen. It's already happened. <laughs> did you did you enjoy? Uh, did you okay? So did you walk into Infinity War spoiler free, or was it ruined by the internet? Uh, I really didn't pay attention. Like I don't. I I haven't seen a lot of the Marvel universe. I've seen bits and pieces. I haven't just strung it all together. Like the last one I saw before that was Thor Ragnarok, 
and I hadn't seen the first one or two Thors. I just jumped into that one. Oh, that's, I, uh, that's fine with Thor. I, I yeah. think the first I think the first two Thor films aren't that great. Thor Ragnarok oh, well, that works. amazing though. Yeah, Ragnarok was dope. And then I saw Gal- Guardians of the Galaxy number two, but I haven't seen one. <laughs> and and once once again, it's it's this, a great thing with that is you don't need to see the first one to really. I mean, the only thing you don't understand is the whole bit with Groot. But even with that, uh, the second film on its own is just, I think, an amazing film. Yeah, it was dope. It was super cool. That's good. That's great. Um, do you have a, a listener recommendation, a film that, that you love that people might not know about? No, I uh, I don't think so. Uh, one of my favorite movies, I don't think it was, it was, I don't think it was really in theaters, right? I think it was straight to DVD, it was Idiocracy. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's um, Mike Judd, right? Mike yeah. Judd. I think that was straight to DVD, wasn't it? Uh, I think it might have been. Yeah, that movie's that movie's fantastic. Idiocracy. That's the one. Uh, b- 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 Luke Wilson. Luke goes Wilson in, goes into the yeah. future. Terry Crews is the president. Future. President of the United States. Yeah, he's President Camacho. That's awesome. Uh, and and you just uh, you you just like that film? You feel it uh, kind of slipped under the radar? It's just, I don't know. I think it gets its due appreciation, but I just think the movie is just not. I don't know. It's, I don't think it's talked about enough when people talk about funny movies. It's fantastic. Okay, that's great. I I uh, I've seen it once or twice. Uh, usually it was on uh, uh, Comedy Central. Comedy Central was big on on playing that one. Yeah, that's that's what I remember the last time watching it. And uh, so you get it a little edited, but it's it's great all the way through unedited. That's great. Uh, a random question. Uh, it's okay if you don't remember the answer because it is a very particular question. Uh, do you happen to remember the first movie that you bought a ticket to that was R-rated? Mm. No, I don't. That's a good question, though. Okay. No, that's that's okay. Have you ever snuck into a movie when you were a child trying to see a film that uh, that that you weren't old enough to see? I did. I snuck into one movie. I just don't remember which movie it was. Oh, that's I, great. Do, you, I, I, do, you, yeah. do you remember anything of what it was about? No, I don't remember the movie at all. I, I remember no. I saw one movie and then I just I hung out and we just went to another one, but I cannot remember any of the films. No, that's all right. Um, but I do remember the adrenaline. I do remember the adrenaline rush. You're sitting in there like, oh, what did we do? <laughs> Dumb kids, you know. Oh, I remember loving trying to to theater hop and sneak around. Uh, I used to do it with my uh, my cousin David. Uh, down at the Mission Valley AMC. Uh, he'd pay for one movie for the two of us. And after the first movie, he'd pull up his phone uh, and he'd look around and he'd go, hey, how about this film? Uh, like, I remember, I don't remember the first film we saw, but I remember we snuck into Bruce Almighty. I don't remember the first movie we saw, but I know we snuck into Bruce Almighty. Yeah. But I love, uh, uh, you know, don't theater hop, kids, but theater hop, you know, it's fun. It's I agree, yeah. If you, buy, if you buy one ticket, just stay. Just leave me for a bit. Yeah, yeah pay, pay, for, for the, uh, pay for the day. Um, one random question, uh, and this will really, really, I mean, really, this is the last question I, I have before, before plugs. Uh, and uh, it's kind of springing on you, but I like it. Desert Island. If you were stuck on a desert island and you could bring three movies with you, what movies would they be? Mm. I'll say <laughs> uh, The Matrix, 
Anchorman. Hmm. And the third one, shit. Uh, let's say Beyond the Mat. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. I like those choices. The Matrix. And I, I love the Matrix, uh, if only for the fact uh, that Keanu it has, well, it, Keanu Reeves, and it has a killer soundtrack. Sure like, does. For, for the time when it came out, I want to say it was, what, 1999? I think it was 99, yeah. Yeah, uh, the soundtrack on that was amazing. The effects at the time uh, were, okay. oh, amazing. Like, they, they still don't do effects nearly that good in films nowadays. They rely way too much on CGI. Um, yeah. I mean, which that was the beginning of CGI, but I thought that was amazing. Uh, Anchorman, yeah. which I, I absolutely love. Uh, I saw that movie uh, the day after the first time I ever took mushrooms. <laughs> that is one and of the only movies I, I like bought on DVD like immediately. Yeah? Yeah. yeah it was that good. Um, such, such a great, amazing cast to it. And uh, Beyond the Mat. Uh, for obvious reasons that's uh, uh, yeah it's those are three great films uh peter where can people find you uh you can see me on championship wrestling from hollywood stay tuned our coastline clash event is going to air next saturday on mkdoc uh i don't i I believe in a week or two because the the event is broken down into four episodes so the the beginning of the the first episode is beginning on saturday uh, but I might stay tuned for my match with David Ortet from the movie Ready to Rumble. That's <laughs> that's going to be in a in a few weeks. Um, that's that's um, I I have to say I'm just I know you're doing your plugs, but that is amazing that you had a match with the greatest WCW champion ever. That's right, and uh, that's uh, I whipped his ass, and he whipped mine. That's awesome. Uh, you got that. Uh, uh, what's your what's your online handle? What else do you got coming up? Yes, so this uh, this Sunday we're going to be in uh, downtown LA at Rogue Wrestling. It's a it's a, an exciting event, and you can see me in Arizona on the eighth for our Silver Spotlight at the Nile Theater uh, for my television show, Championship Wrestling from uh, Arizona. Where uh, yeah, pretty much I run the show. It's going to be an incredible tournament. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at TTA all day on uh, Twitter.com/slash P Avalon Avalon. That's one word, or on my website PeterAvalon.com. Perfect. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, if you enjoyed today's episode with Peter, uh, reach out to him on Twitter. Uh, let him know you enjoyed the uh, the interview, the time, the podcast. Uh, once again, you can find him online, Peter Avalon. Uh, he's an amazing wrestler. He's very professional, hence his title, Professional uh, mm-hmm. Peter Avalon. That, uh, that's and, right. You stay tuned for my job at the library. Uh, and I was about to say, uh, AEW Zone librarian. That's right. right. I have to say, I caught uh, I caught the pre-show, and uh, I very much. <laughs> it was amazing. I loved it. Uh, Peter, thank you for coming on. Uh, it's it's been great that we were able to get this taken care of, and we were able to do it. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this has been the last podcast you want. You can find me at TLPYW on Twitter. Uh, the last podcast you want on Instagram. Ladies and gentlemen, that's the show. Tip the veal. Try the staff. I'll see you next week. Thanks for coming to see our show. Sad to tell you we've got to go. Grab your hat and head for the door. In case you didn't notice, there ain't any more. If you like our show, tell everyone but. If you think it's great, keep your